So right now I'd like uh, to welcome a gentleman who has been in front runners. Hey, hey, so his name is Dick. I think for the longest time, I've been doing missions, I've been outside the country. Is it outside my thoughts. But we thank God because I'm at Reta Farm. So ladies and gentlemen, put your hands up together for Dixon. Akikuja kupatia one. Was. Tumuambe, sindio? Sindio? Sindio, because ni umsewa maana sana. Sindio? So let us pray. Jehovah God, we thank you and we worship you because you are amazing, Father. Thank you because of this, Father, you brought us as front runners, Jehovah God, Father. We come before you, Jehovah God. Praying, Father, that you may open our hearts. Father, help us to understand every single thing that is going to come from your messenger, Jehovah God, Father. Help us to listen carefully, Jehovah God, Father, and to get the, word, the words in our hearts, Jehovah God, Father. Lead us, Jehovah God, Father, and may you bless the person who is going to preach for us by the name of Dixon, Jehovah God. Bless him, Jehovah God, Father. Give him um, uh, knowledge on how he's going to reach unto us, Jehovah God. We appreciate you and glorify your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray and believe. Amen. Hey. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Praise God again. I thank God for this great opportunity he has given us to come and fellowship together today. It's a great honor to come and deliver the word of God, the word which he has entrusted us. And uh, before I begin, there's someone who is very close and dear to my heart. I'll do it. I, it would not be wise for me just to start preaching without introducing her to you. So I, I want to ask my wife, wherever she is, just to stand up and smile. Okay, God has blessed us with the three kids. You know, most of you know Baraka. Last year when we had the men's service, he prayed for the offering. So I know most of you know, but I have also peace. It's our firstborn, then Baraka, then faith. And uh, we thank God we've been married for the last 13 years. Mm. So I really want to thank God for this opportunity just to preached to the young people. When the missionaries came from the USA, they, they were trying to, they asked me that, that you have so many young people who know God. And they were trying to tell me that I wish I was saved when I was young. Because she was telling me that she was saved when she, she was 51. So it's a great honor to know God when you are young, because when you reach at the age of 50, 60, it's not be a waste, because most of them say that, I wish, I wish I was saved when I was young. Buenas fiwe. Nelson started a topic on worship, and I to preach message yangu, but I thank God he stopped. <laughs> but I want to continue with the same message about worship. You see, all of us, we are wired to worship. It doesn't matter whether 
you believe in God or not, we have a DNA in us which makes us to worship something. And before the fall of man, our object of worship was God. But after the fall of man, man is now worshiping anything. And worship does not belong to us. Worship only belongs to God. And today, I want, just, I want us to come to that realization and to know that as we worship God, do you know who you are worshiping? Because some of us just worship. Do you know who is your object of worship? And the worship we do on Sunday, I'm not saying it's bad, it's good, but if that is the only worship you do, then there's something wrong with us. Because worship is a lifestyle. A lifestyle that you worship God not only on Sunday, but every day of your life. Because one day, your worship will be tested by the devil. By that time, which God are you going to bow to? Is the God who created you or other gods? Today I want to ask you a question. Who are you bowing to? Hmm. Because a day is coming when we'll be asked this question. And it will matter a lot what answer we'll give. Because God created us to worship him. And to worship him only. But in this age, we build idols. And those idols, we try to worship those idols. I don't know which idol you've made that you're worshiping. But I want us to turn to the Bible in the book of Daniel. There were three young men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These young men, they stood out and they vowed they will worship God only, no matter what. And their lives were at risk. They either bowed to their golden image that King Nebuchadnezzar had created or worship God. No matter what comes in your life, who will you going to worship? And today, I want us to read in the book of Daniel. And I want you to know something interesting about these three young men. I'll start from verse 7. The Bible says, The chief official gave them new names. Oh, let me start from verse 6. Among these, no, verse, chapter 3, I'm sorry. Chapter 3, from verse 7. Therefore, as soon as they heard the sound of horn, flute, zeta, lyre, harp, and all kind of music, all the people, nations, and men of every language fell down and worship the image of God that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. These young men were in Judah. And when King Nebuchadnezzar captured Judah, 
he brought all the, 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 these three men to Babylon. And when he brought them to Babylon, he tried to change their culture. Their real names were not Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Their real names were Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Those were the, those Hebrew names, but, but uh, King Nebuchadnezzar gave them the, uh, the names of Babylonians, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I want to tell you one thing. The enemy can try to change your name. The enemy can try to change your culture. The enemy can try to change even how you put up yourself, how you wear, the food you eat. But let me tell you, if you know the God who you worship, you will not bow down to those golden images that have been set before you. So this uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they are told, when you hear the sound of music, bow down to this, gold, to this golden image that King Nebuchadnezzar had created. Music is a very area that the enemy has infected our lives. And most of us, we don't know the power of music in our lives. We all listen to all kinds of music. But I want to tell you, God is the one who created music. It's not the devil. God is the one who created music. And this music, its it, uh, it main function was to worship God. So when we sing to God, we give God worship through music. But the enemy has corrupted the music nowadays. And nowadays, music is the battlefield of worship. Because through music, enemy bring drugs, sex, eh? pornography. And most of us, we hear, when the secular musicians, uh, musicians sing, they are, they are worship leaders. They minister to our spirits. Do you bow to those music? Or do you bow to God? The ringtones we put in our phones are the ringtones that bring glory and honor to God or bring glory and honor to the devil. I want to ask you this day, the God who lives in you, what kind of music are you forcing him to listen? The God who saved you on the cross through his son, Jesus Christ, what kind of music do you force him to listen? Because music is a spiritual thing. And there are only two spiritual kingdoms, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of the enemy. So no matter what you do with your lives, allow yourself only to bow to God. Because nowadays the enemy is bringing so many things through music. And as young people, if you're not careful, because the Bible warns us in First Peter chapter First Peter chapter uh, 1 verse 8 that be vigilant because your enemy, the, the devourer, is looking to who, whom to devour. And you're speaking to Christians that we should be vigilant because 
enemy is looking to anybody and he'll offer so many things to us so that you may bow down to it. And today I'm calling you, both men and women, what are you bowing down to? What are you bowing down to? Because the God who you are bowing to, you are really worshipping him. I want to tell you three things, some few things about music. Music is a gift from God. And when we give God back the music he has given us, it has become worship to him. The music you listen will determine whom you serve. There is spiritual influence attached to music. And music that influences you will make you think, act, and do certain things. So today, I'm asking you, who is your minister of worship? Who is your minister of worship? Is it Beyonce? Is it Jay-Z? Because whatever he sings and, and you dance to him, those songs, you're worshiping him. But the enemy is using Beyonce as a cover-up. But you're really worshiping, worshiping the devil. So today, there is a question I'll put forward to you. What kind of music do you put in your phones? You see, when we come here, we worship God. Eh? Only 30 minutes. But the real test is out there. The real test is out there. Eh? Hmm? Suppose I come to your house, you come here, eh? Song ya Beyonce. Oh, single else, oh, single else. Eh? <laughs> they will, will turn off there. <laughs> because we move to Nim Christo. If I excuse it, a bit. You may laugh, but I'm telling you anything, any song you are listening, it will influence your character in one way or the other. And we know that. The devil was a worship leader in heaven. He used to worship God in heaven with music. But when he was casted down on earth, he's using the same music to bring glory to him. He didn't lose his job description. Even when he's, in, he's, on, he, he's here on earth, he's still using music to bring men and women down here. So today, I want all of us to ask yourself, what kind of music are you forcing God to hear? Is God happy with the music you're listening to? Because God is telling us that everything we do, let us bring glory and honor to him. So we thank God for Eric. Continue composing those songs for the glory and honor of God. And give God back the glory which is due to him. So when you come and worship here, know that our object of worship is God. And when you go out to the streets, to work, to school, know that it's the same God that you're worshiping. Joshua, 
ask the children of Israelites this question. Today, I want you to know, I want you to say whom you are going to worship. And I'm calling heaven and earth. But for me and my family, I'll worship who? God. I'm putting that question to you. Whom are you worshiping? But for me and my family, I'll worship who? God. So my brothers and sisters, there's a battleground going on on music. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were persuaded. They knew who, who uh, uh, the God who is serving. And uh, in the book of Daniel chapter, chapter 3, verse 16, the Bible says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we don't need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If you are thrown to the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to save us from it and he will rescue us from your hand, O king. But even if he does not, we want you to know, O king, that I will not serve your gods or worship the image of, the, of gold you have set up. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were persuaded. They knew who they were serving. And I want to believe these guys were in the same CG. They were in the same CG. Because when you read that scripture, the Bible says that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were persuaded. They worshipped together. They read the word of God together. They studied the word of God together. So they knew each other very well. Even if one of them could stand and say, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, we know the God we serve. Because maybe Meshach will say, don't speak on my behalf. I'll speak for myself. But because they knew their God well, and anybody could stand for them. That's why Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego both of them believed God and said, we know our God. That's why it's very important for you to belong to a CG. Because in a CG, you're going to know each other well. You're going to find your faith well. And when the test of your worship comes, you'll stand together and serve the almighty God. Praise God. And today I'm calling all men we need to be together, to find our faith together for the glory and honor of God. Because there are so many men in prison than in church. When we went to Naivasha prisons, there are over 3,000 men. Hmm? 3,000. These men are supposed to be in church, not in prison. So there's a call for us men to come back and worship the true God. Praise God. So today, I want to, to finish by telling you or asking you this question. I'm sorry. 
who are you bowing down to in your life? Who are you buying, buying down to in your life? Umenyamaza sana. Today gold is calling you back to the heart of worship. Worship belongs to you. To God, I mean. In a day-to-day -day life, do you have those thoughts of God in your life? When you're working, when you're in school, do you thirst for God in your life? I know life is full of competing ends, but as busy as we are, do you think about God, the creator? You are created in the image of God. And the best thing you can give God is worship. Is worship. I want to agree with Pastor Katie. He said, worship is a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. If we don't put worship as a lifestyle in our life, then we are going to be in a mess. Because one day, your worship will be tested. God tested Abraham. He wanted to know if real Abraham loved him. That's why Abraham now is a friend of God. Because he knew that even if I lose my son, let me not lose God. Let me not lose God. So it's my prayer and desire. Look at your life. What are you buying down to? What are you buying, buying down to? Because what you bow down to is what you worship. Is what you worship. Let me call Brother Gerald. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Wow. Thank you so much, Brother Dick. Um, I would like to request all men, if you are a male species, please come forward. Um, and then uh, I'd call on uh, Pastor Alex, who has surprised us today. So I'd call on him to come pray for all of us, me included. Um, all men, if you are a man, please step forward. And then I'll request all the ladies. Uh, this is crowd participation, so ladies, please stretch your hands to us. And... Uh, I would like Pastor Alex to call out the worshiper in every man in this place. Yes, uh, we also have uh, big brother David Kakamega. Please also join Pastor Alex to come pray for us.
Okay, let's let's just uh, let me request our sisters to just stretch your hands towards the men. Just take a minute and pray for them. Pray that God will bless them. Pray that God will lead them. That God will touch them. And that their focus will be on God. As our brother has shared, you know, there's so many men in prison and all that. But let's remember that those men who are in prison, their fathers, their husbands, their brothers, their sons. And so let's pray that the men in our lives will be people who worship God. Because at the end of the day, they become the fathers of tomorrow. They become the, the husbands of tomorrow. They are the brothers. So let's just pray for them. Almighty God, in the name of Jesus Christ, I want to thank you for each and every man standing here this day, O oh God. And Lord, we thank you for our Lord and our God. We believe you have a purpose for each and every life in this man, O oh Jehovah God. And Lord, we pray that our Lord and our Father, may you help us that, Lord, for each and every man that is here today, our focus of worship will be you and you alone. Lord God Almighty, that may you be glorified. May you be glorified in the lives of these men, O Jehovah God. May your name be lifted high in whatever they do. We pray that our Lord and our God, that each and every one of them will remember that worship is a lifestyle. We should worship you wherever we are. Be it at home, be it in college, be it at work, wherever you have placed us. You've placed us there with a purpose, to fulfill your purpose in our lives, O Jehovah God. And thus, Lord, we pray that may you help each and every man who is here to keep his focus on you, to let you, to let your purpose work out in their lives, and Lord, to always put their trust in you, O Jehovah God. Our Lord and our God, we pray that for every man who is here, their focus will be on the cross. That Lord, like Paul, they will say they are pressing on toward the goal that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Father, Lord, we pray that may you reign in the lives of these men. That, Father, when the sounds come from the east or the west, when the pressures come, O Jehovah God, the pressures of compromise and other things, that, Lord, like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they will remain true. They will remain standing, O Jehovah God, to the glory and honor of your name. And Lord God Almighty, this day, O Father, we speak your blessings upon their lives. Bring that, Father, for every man who is here, let your blessing be upon them. For those, O Jehovah God, who are looking at you, Father, for different, for you to move in different areas of their lives, we pray that our Lord and our God, may you come through for them. As they seek your will, as they call upon your name, O Jehovah God, we pray that our Lord and our God, for every man who is here this day, that our Lord and our God, they will clearly hear your voice and they will see you working in their lives. We pray that, Father, these men shall be men of purpose, men who shall be a blessing, not only in their homes, but also in this nation, men who shall make a difference, because our Lord and our God, you've called upon them to also be men of excellence. We pray your blessings, we pray your favor, and we pray for your anointing upon their lives. For it's in the name of Jesus Christ we pray and believe. Amen. Wow. Thank you. Gentlemen, kindly have your seats. Ladies and gentlemen, 
That was Men's Sunday.